Hey guys, it's Portia here, the founder of My Journey Solutions, and I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of the It's a Journey podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Today, I'm going to tell you about the moment when I discovered why my passion is my passion. Stick around. I'd love to share this with you. Welcome to the It's a Journey podcast, hosted by yours truly, Portia Hines. Guys, I'm a mindset and holistic wellness coach, and it's my goal to teach you how to get your mind right so that the best of the rest of your journey can begin. I want to give you access to my 10 plus years of experience working in the field of emotional and behavioral health. So let's get this journey started. So as I said in my intro, this episode is going to be a little bit different and it's probably going to lead into any remaining episodes being significantly different in format a little bit, but in content quite a bit. Um, I think those of you who have been listening for a while have probably seen a shift from me leaving the spiritual side out quite a bit in the beginning to incorporating it in it a whole lot. And whereas my purpose or intention is not to Jesus juke you, I really and truly believe that the audience that I've been tasked for is an audience who are either curious about their faith or curious about spirituality or curious about Christianity or curious about being called to walk with Christ or those who are and are still looking for tools, practical tools to use while being a believer. So that being said, I'm opening the floodgates today. So recently, I've really been struggling with, okay, Lord, how do I, as a mother, as a professional, how do I, as a business owner, show up and teach the things that I know about mental health and wellness and coaching and pair those with the things that you've taught me spiritually. Well, it's really been on my heart to speak to Christian women, like to empower them and equip them, to teach them the tools that I've learned along the way. So a couple of months ago, I was just like, you know what, Lord, if that's who you want me to talk to, that's who I'm going to talk to. That's who you want me to work with. That's who I'm going to work with. And I'm just going to put it in your hands for you to lead me to them and lead them to me. So here we go. My passion since the time that I was a little kid has been all things to do with thoughts and emotions. From the time that I was really little, I would get depressed and it would be situational depression. It would be this, it would be that. My family would always say to me, you're wearing your emotions on your sleeves. You're always crying. So it's always been a mission of mine to figure out how to navigate the emotional space. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that I don't still cry, but I feel like that's a tool that God gives us. It's an outlet for our emotions. It's an expression from our physical bodies to connect to our spirit, to connect to our heart. So with that being said, 
this morning, it's like the pieces came together. So I'm going to rewind just a little bit. Went to Bible study last night. And admittedly, I haven't been to church in a while because of circumstances, whether that be good or bad. One was great. Took my daughter to a dance competition over over a weekend long. And the next Sunday, my son was sick. And on Wednesdays, I'll have late clients. And y'all know how it goes. And last Sunday, my mother was even sick. Like we rushed to the hospital. But God is good. She is on the path to recovery. Um, You know how life goes. You find yourself in a space that you hadn't planned for. So I told the kids, what, Sunday night? I said, look, I know Wednesday night is usually a crazy hustling, bustling night, but I'm deciding right now that whatever it takes, we're going to church Wednesday night. Not because I'm one of those people that feel like I need to be in church 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's not how I was raised. That's not the format that I grew up under. But I knew that I needed to be surrounded by other believers. I knew that in the space that I'm in right now, I needed that fellowship. I needed that community. I needed that two or more agree together, two or more be of like mind. I needed that synergy coupled with some good old worship, praise and worship. So we went to Bible study last night Um, and it was phenomenal. Like the word that was, matter of fact, I'm just going to share with y'all because it ties into the information that I have for you today. So Pastor Wheeler, Superintendent Wheeler, my pastor, he taught on Nehemiah 13 and 6. And I'm just going to give you guys a brief recap of what that scripture is talking about. There was this community, there was this city, or there was this empire um, that because of where they were placed in the physical or geographical location, it was next to impossible for any enemies to come and conquer the city. And it was a city full of talented people, gifted people. It was a city full of uniqueness and they had um, products and they had merchandise that no other area was producing at the time. So they were well sought after. These were gifts that God gave them, right? It, It was creativeness. It was the ability to execute a thought that God gave them. As they continued in their day-to-day routine, they became complacent. They became arrogant. They became so arrogant that they forgot to, I won't even say forgot, they neglected to make sure that all of the entryways to the city were guarded. There was a secret passage. It's not like they left the front door open, but when you value what you have and when you're thankful for the gifts that you've been given, you have to guard those, right? Well, they forgot, they neglected to guard a secret entryway to the city. So a diligent enemy who took the time to watch, who took the time to wait, who took the time to study and be meticulous about what they wanted was able to observe them and get the keys to the city because it wasn't guarded. Was able to conquer the city because it wasn't guarded. All right, so I'm going to circle back to my passion. My passion, which has been my burden at times as well, is thought and emotional health, mental health. Our emotions and our thoughts are the keys to our life, to our heart, 
to our livelihood, to our experience of reality. If you are constantly depressed, if you are constantly in a state of panic and fear, how do you feel about life? Everything that you do is filtered through your emotions. And see, the thing about emotions is if you're constantly feeling something, it becomes normal to you. And when something is normal, it filters the way that you see anything else that you're going through. It becomes a belief that life is this way. If things keep going wrong and I keep telling myself they're going to keep going wrong because this went wrong and this went wrong and this went wrong. Those are thought patterns. Thought patterns become beliefs. And what you believe about your life is what you experience in life. So it is imperative that we learn to manage our emotions and thoughts. And here's the crazy thing, guys. We're not taught that. We're not taught as children when when they teach us to tie our shoes, when they teach us to do arithmetic, when they teach us reading, they don't include managing your emotions. They don't include emotional and thought health. So here's my thought on this. As a believer, knowing that the enemy has watched and studied and is patiently waiting to attack you when you're unguarded, I believe it's a strategic attack of the enemy to get us off course, to get us out of alignment with God, to deter us from his will. Think about it, guys. Now, I think that when we tell kids to suck it up, I think that when we say, well, you're not allowed to cry or you're not allowed to be angry. Basically, we want you to be society is teaching our kids. And I'm going to say society because most of us haven't taken a step back enough to realize that this could be an attack from the enemy. And we're just trying to toughen our kids up enough to live in this world without them falling apart, right? But that leads to adults who don't know how to communicate what they're feeling. Adults who don't know how to set healthy boundaries. Adults who don't know enough to create a community, a supporting and loving community around them. And even if they're longing and desiring for that, who do they look to for it? Because the adult to their left and to their right hasn't been equipped with that foundation either. So we are going to, from this day forward, guard our hearts. Our hearts, our emotions, our thoughts, we are going to be on guard about what we let in. So my mama used to always say when I was little, the things that you listen to. And I would want to listen to all the trendy stuff and, you know, the rap and the hip hop. And I'm not against those things. But what I'm saying is if we have more of the world coming into us than we have of God and more of the world, we're connecting more with fleshly things than we are to the spirit of God than to the Holy Spirit. Which one's going to win the battle? There's nothing wrong with entertainment. There's nothing wrong with having a good time. But which one has the biggest portion of your attention? Social media. I love, 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 capital letters, love social media and all things electronic. They make life easier. They make life entertaining. Doggone it. You can catch me on Instagram almost every day of the week because I like to hang out on Instagram. 
I like doing live videos on Facebook. It's something that I enjoy. I love seeing how my friends and family and loved ones are doing well in life, accomplishing their business goals. Like it inspires me. But let's think about what this has done for our brains, especially for this generation coming up. My age group and up, technology wasn't as prevalent for some adults. Like my parents are like, well, what do you do with this? Or what do you do with that? I don't understand. I don't know how to work this stuff. But as a teenager, technology came into my life. So it's it's easy for me to catch on. But for the children who have always had television, who've always had cell phones and smartphones and computers, I remember when we would turn our computer on when I was a child and we'd have to plug it up to the internet and let it load like the MS-DOS and like it would have to connect to AOL and it would take a few minutes, right? These children don't know what it's like to wait for anything. You put your finger on the doggone home button on the phone or you hold it up to your face and it's instant access. The speed of internet has done so much to connect the world and given us so many resources and tools. It's so amazing, but it's also, how do I say this? It's also taken regular perseverance out of an everyday reality. Remember, we used to have to go to the library and use the Dewey Decimal System to figure out where the book was. Then we had to go into the library and look to see exactly, okay, the book is here. All right, I got to go through point dot this and da 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 that. Our kids don't have this experience. Like, if they want to know the definition of something, they don't open a dictionary and find it alphabetically. We simply say, hey, Siri, what's such and such and such mean? And it literally tells us, right? Our kids don't persevere. And it's it's great that we have the access to all every good and perfect thing, but it gives them instant access to bad things too. That's all I'm saying. We need to teach our children how to persevere. I was leaving church last night and something that God reminded me of a few months back, which kind of started this whole thing for me, but I saw myself as a little girl sitting in the bathroom with the Bible. I was sitting on the side of the tub, and at that point, um, I knew my dad loved the Lord, but I didn't see it in his actions. Not as in he wasn't a good dad or he wasn't a good husband, but I didn't see him putting time aside to spend time with God. I didn't see him going to church. I didn't see him praising and worshiping. And it was significant to me because in the past I had seen those things. So I'm sitting in the bathroom and I'm trying not to get choked up, but I'm sitting in the bathroom with my Bible and I'm praying, Lord, touch my daddy's heart so that he loves you and he believes in you And we can see it because I was a kid, right? I'm selfish. I want my daddy to go to church with us, God. So fast forward. Gosh, it's probably it's it's been over 20 years. Um, Three or four years ago, I had the privilege of um, being on the praise team with my dad. And that was a highlight moment because I would look to my right and my dad was singing with us. 
And I looked to my left and my daughter was singing with us. And I looked next to me and my cousin was singing with us. And I looked in front of me and my sister and her husband are leading the church, right? So that moment was phenomenal. Fast forward to last year or the year before. Um, no, last year. Not only is my dad still in church, but my dad is serving in church. My dad is a deacon, right? At this point, at this very point in time, my dad is a deacon. My daddy beats me to church every time, right? <laughs> um, but it was significant a couple of months ago because God said, I hear your prayers. I answered your prayer way back then. But you just had to continue along to see that seed grow and develop. Like, y'all, I, I fell out on the floor crying like I really did because at this time of year, there's so many of us who have so many different emotions. There's so many of us who are so, so busy that we get caught up in feeling like like the kids in this instant presentation well, I want it now, I want it now, I want it now. It should be happening right now. Right now, I should see it all. But what if, what if I only stopped at that right now? Now, my daddy prayed for us. My daddy talked about the Bible with us at that point. Well, what if I was like, okay, well, God, you answered my prayer, but I left no room in my heart for the fullness of it. What if I didn't continue to believe that my dad, that the prayer that I prayed would be answered. What if I left it at that and I didn't persevere? I'm not saying my prayer made it happen, but I wouldn't be able to experience the fullness of the joy that it has brought to my life right now. So moving along, going forward, we're guarding our heart. We are staying on guard for distractions. We are staying on guard for impatience. And we are learning to manage our thoughts and emotions. Sometimes emotions or feelings can be warning signs that something isn't right in the situation that we're in. Sometimes it could be the Holy Spirit speaking to your heart, giving you inspiration, and you feel that excitement and that joy. But we have to acknowledge those things and grow through those things. There are lots of learned behaviors, learned emotional patterns that we have taken on that we feel like are a life sentence. These are not life sentences. You can be in control of your emotions, which means you can be in control more so than you ever thought you could of the experience that you have in life. The peace that God talks about is his peace that he gives us, but a lot of times it's through practical application. So guys, where can you start with guarding your thoughts and your emotions? Where on the pendulum of I never think about my emotions, I never acknowledge my emotions, to I'm always reacting out of emotions, are you? Let's come to a good healthy balance of emotions because in that is where we can experience the fullness of joy and the unexplainable peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding no matter what you're going through. I am thankful for this time of year. I am thankful for the zeitgeist of where we are in time right now because everybody and their mama is talking about mental health. 
I'm going to challenge you guys to take it a step further and say, no, it's not just mental health. It's emotional health. It's thought health. It's physical health. Because the way that we manage our emotions and our thoughts plays out in our physical bodies as well. We are going to take this righteous calling. I'm going to call it a righteous calling from God to live in his will, in his perfect peace, in the health that Jesus died and rose again to give us. And we are going to be shining lights for the rest of the world to see so that they actually want what we have. We experience God's love. We experience his blessings and his miracles. But if other people can't see it through us, they'll never be attracted to him in this lifestyle. So I'm making a commitment today and I encourage you to make a commitment to yourself today that we are going to live in God's will and it's not going to be this mystical thing. He said, I want you to be fruitful and multiply. I don't think that just applied to us having children. Yeah, it was at that time, God wanted them to populate the earth. But fruitful and multiply, I think God wants me to be fruitful and multiply in generosity and blessing others and helping others receive their healing that he's already given. Let's get each other accountable to receive the blessings that he has extended to us. All right, I'm going to shut up now because... I am on fire right now. I am excited and I just pray that the inspiration that the Holy Spirit has dropped in me somehow has been conveyed through my words and that you pick up the mantle of righteousness. (laughs) Yeah, I just said that. We're picking up the mantle of righteousness and we are going to be the light that he's called us to be from this day forward. Thanks so much for joining me today for this episode. Before you go, I'd like to invite you to connect with me on social media. One of my favorite things to do after releasing a podcast is to jump online and go live so that we can have an interactive conversation. So you'll either find me at the Facebook page, My Journey Solutions, or on Instagram, which happens to be my favorite, at I am Portia Hines. So if you've enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave me a comment on one of those platforms. Hey, also, if any of this was beneficial to you and you want to go a little bit deeper in your journey, go ahead and visit my website, www.myjourneysolutions.com, and we can get started going deeper and further for a healthier, happier, more whole you. Can't wait to talk to you next time. Be blessed.